Although, I will say this, you may be all in, but I get to watch the beginning, because apparently, two weeks out, I've convinced my dad to get us to go to WrestleMania, so I'm going to Supercard in WrestleMania, so fuck all you bitches! I hate you. That's right, bitch! Kenny versus Cody, uh, the Bucks finally team with Flip. I get it all. That also will make Blake the sole member of this podcast who has not met Kenny Omega. Blake, Blake, I need you to, I need you to look in the camera. Look at me. Blake, I need you to, I need you to, I need you to go to his house. I need you to, I need you to take some powder. I need you to powder up. And then just smack him across the face as hard as you can. Oh, I thought you were just gonna like Mr. Fuji salt in the face. <laughs> I mean, I, if you can, say. I mean, if you can, if you can freedom powder him in the face beforehand and then smack him, that'd be <laughs> freedom powder. Welcome to Fight Boys, ladies and gentlemen. After a week. A long week of absence, we are finally back. It's a podcast about professional wrestling and not-so-professional wrestling. I'm your host, Scotty Moore! Joined, as always, by my tag team partner in crime. Actually, no, fuck you. We're facing off at Wrestlepalooza. Joined, as always, by a real son of a bitch. The plattest man on the planet, Blake Tanner. How the fuck are you? I'm sorry, who are you? I'm Scotty. Scotty, Scotty no more. nickname more. <laughs> Scotty the body Ventura. Scotty Zumba Scotty Scotty Zumba tights more. I thought you said Zumba tights at first, and I'm like, I'm not Derek Bateman, calm down. <laughs> Close enough. And of course yeah. that other voice you hear is of course the Lord of the Smart side himself. The Dylan. Sup. I like how you no-sold the fact that I was, like, verbally, like, taunt, like, lip-syncing with your intro. Oh, I don't pay attention to you a majority of the time. In fact, when I record the other shows where I have, like, I can look at my OBS screen, I look at my camera more than I look at the other person's. (laughs) Yeah, fuck you, Dylan. Um, so guys, I just got- I don't know who that's for, but- Well, wait, are you- okay, Blake, did you mean to purposefully Randy Orton that finger- because it was out of frame. Uh, <laughs> I forget about how low my camera is. Yeah, so uh, I just got back from. I guess I, I like the idea of wrestle movie reviews because after Blake talked about Black Panther, the Blake Panther, I've now anytime I see a movie, I do get like a wrestle feel to it. And Pacific Rim Uprising, which I'm. Oh man. It's gonna get. Which va- is bad. It's it's not good. Do uh is this is gonna get vaguely spoilery if you guys are fine with that. But I've uh, seen it. Yeah, there's. Well, I'm I mean, not gonna see it. I will say there is an amazing heel turn in the middle of it. A very fun heel turn. <laughs> there's a fun heel turn. There's a big. Uh, I I like to think John Boyega went from like a heel to a baby face. Cause he I have at no the, idea who that is. Uh, uh John. Uh, a black man Star Wars. That's all that's all I know him Finn. as. Finn. Finn is his name in Star Wars. His name in Star Wars is John Boyega. <laughs> no. But okay. And so uh and so Oh god, what just happened? Oh god, something weird just happened with my audio. Um anyways, uh, there's a good babyface kind of comeback story. There's a good heel turn. And the end of the match, also known as the movie, is I shit you not a fucking superfly splash. <laughs> it is. They were just like, how, yeah. the fu- how do I yeah, kill this robot? <laughs> They're just like, or how do I kill this monster? They're like, oh, uh, I don't know. Su, su, superfly. And then just comes down on him from above. And I understand because it's a movie, they have to draw it out and add tension to it. But the whole time, I'm just sitting there just like, just tossing an elbow. Just like, pull out the bow at the very last minute and elbow him through Mount Fuji. (laughs) Um, But yeah, as far as wrestling goes, nothing really big has happened in these two weeks, has it? What are you talking about? 
Rusev Day is, ha- is happening <laughs> at WrestleMania. Rusev Day on Wrestle. How could you forget? How could you forget? I do Rusev, love that I was- Rusev, <laughs> listen, listen. I'm already pissed off at you because you somehow convinced your father to, like, take you to Supercard of Honor in WrestleMania again at the last minute. Yeah. Again. But now you get to now This you get is to not witness. the first time it's happened. <laughs> I know, it's, right? It happens yearly. I don't know how you do it on short notice every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, also, it's the fact that you are going to get to witness WrestleMania Rusev Day, like, that level of production, which I'm pretty sure is going to be the best Rusev Day since he rode a tank into the motherfucker. Oh, I thought you meant Rusev Mania. It's actually... I, I'm just excited I get to go on Rusev Day. I was worried that it was going to happen on a different day. But it is Rusev no, Day not. this year. Um, it yeah. is Rusev Day this year. I Next do... year, too, from what I understand. <laughs> I do love the fact that I was setting up the perfect, oh, also Daniel Bryan can finally fucking wrestle again, and you two assholes are like, well, yeah, that's cool and all, but Rusev Day! No. Listen, listen, you're talking to the guy that, like, like chanted with the Rusev, uh, like, Mach- Machka stuff? Like, nah, dude, that's his... Yeah, <laughs> I do that, Wendy. I do that on TV. It wasn't at the WrestleMania I was there, but I did yell Rusev Machka like during that during the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Now I, <laughs> I the only chant I really tried to get going that definitely didn't work was chanting Brunch Boy at Baron Corbin before JWF was even a fucking thing. I just personally called him the Brunch Boy, and then all of a sudden it took off. Took off took off it took so, off in which case i mean i just kept focusing on it for insanely well, too much it took off on a horizontal trajectory <laughs> <laughs> you know how like when they graph like uh, a certain thing they're like it'll get as close to the x-axis but it'll never touch it that's the trajectory of brunch boy baron Gorbin, just slowly getting lower and lower and lower <laughs> So, That's it, yeah. yeah, our good boy John, Mr. Cena, I don't know how I... Oh, is that all we're going to do about Daniel? Daniel's back. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you guys wanted to talk about Rusev Day. Fucking Kane's back. <laughs> Kane's back. Woo! Old man Kane with his fuzzy ass chest hair. Yay! <laughs> oh, that man... A mayoral, mayoral candidate Kane. Yeah, you got a stump. Candidate Kane finally came back after so long to disappoint me. Oh. Fuck. I mean, it was just a matter of just like, I think they were just like, how the fuck do we stretch John Cena wanting to fight The Undertaker for four more weeks without The Undertaker actually having to come out? I know. We'll grab. We'll grab the guy that doesn't have time to hit the gym because he's doing an electoral campaign. <laughs> we'll put him in some spandex and have him fight, fight John Cena. Dude, there were some moments during that match where I was just like, "Damn!" Even John looked like he was struggling to pick up Kane. He was like, "I picked up Big Show before, but holy fuck!" By the way, yeah. I would like to I would like to nominate John Cena for the worst choke slam I've ever seen. That's including the <laughs> hurricane. That was, it was, that a, was literally that was the, uh, the along with the shitty ass like like thumb across the neck like eye roll. That was like the, the so that was some that was some literal like trash bag independent wrestling shit right there. That was... I I think it was more to piss off Taker because what would piss off Taker more? He did my move well, or fuck that was terrible. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Is is that what you're doing, John? What? Is that is that how you're gonna get me to come out? What if that's Taker's entire comeback promo is just like. That's not how you do it. I guess I'm going to have to take you to WrestleMania and show you how to do an actual fucking choke slam, Josh. Jesus. I mean, I thought I was done last year, but all right. Uh, by the way, my favorite part of this of this ongoing John Cena story is the fact that he could easily go to WrestleMania if he just competed in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. That, 
but that hasn't fucking crossed his mind. Like, it's so below him that he can't see it, literally. Yeah. To the point where he's like, I'll go as a fan. I don't care. I'll buy a ticket. John, there's an opportunity, like, right there for you to right be on there. there. No, I'll literally, be a fucking fan. Been, literally, all, it's, like, it's like the normal battle ro or, uh, Royal Rumble. You just have to say you're in it, and then you're in it. That's all you have yeah, to do, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. No, Undertaker if I, or bust. It, if I hadn't already probably gotten my tickets, I could say I was in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and then be like, well, fuck, he said it. Yeah. He's in now, I guess. We have verbal confirmation. We have verbal confirmation no that deal. he is in the match. So, I I kind of made a, mi a mashup of last week's show notes with this one, this week's current one, and I don't know if the AJ Styles injury is still even a fucking thing. Not nah, really not. He's going to be at right. WrestleMania. He'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. We can talk about the Shane McMahon injury. Oh, yeah. About how Shane got injured and Daniel Bryan tonight was still like, Shane will fight. I don't give a fuck. It's going to be me and Shane versus Kevin Listen, Owens. You need, to, you need to understand. Daniel Bryan came back from retirement. He was like, I came back from retirement. People told me I was going to die. Like, if I can be there, he can be there. Fuck him. Shane has diverticulitis. He could die. I don't give a damn so what he has. I'm Daniel fucking Bryan. <laughs> That's like, that's like comparing a tank to a fucking smart car. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's like comparing, oh, I actually was fine and they forced me to retire versus he has lost both of his legs and now is in a floating capsule. Yeah. <laughs> he could still fight then, though, He's probably. in a floating capsule like Goku with tubes attached to his throat, just like... I'll be there, WrestleMania. By the way, by the way Scotty, are you excited to see the third or fourth ascension of Roman Reigns to the to the top of the card? I thought you were talking about just the third or fourth time the ascension were going to be at WrestleMania, and I was like, yeah, Rabboy Connor! Oh, you oh, meant actual... Wait. Oh, no. Nah, they're not going to be that on the card. Thing. They're not even going to be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I'm sorry. Because they are still kayfabe dead. They are kayfabe they, dead. Yep. yep. It's over. I hope they're going to pull it released. off. <laughs> or No, I hope they pull it off like uh, Wyatt getting thrown into the fucking Lake of Reincarnation where they're just repackaging them. And then they both come out with weird Australian and white boy gangster <laughs> rave gimmicks. Yep. No, I hope they come out of the beach boy knockoffs that they were in the uh yeah. oh yeah that would be good no, wait they should come out with giant hammers <laughs> just give them hammers you that is what smackdown has come Blake, to Blake, how do we make a dominant next team? week when we do the predictions for wrestlemania and we all have to sit down and be like okay because like a bunch of those matches are fucking uh are fucking like three or four man Team teams and matches. We're gonna be like, all right. Well, yeah. I don't know. Here we go. Fuck it. Uh, depending on like when we get the final scores before predictions, like what mm. we're at. Like I'm, I'm feeling that once we get to mania predictions, it's gonna be the time for like me going big or going home. <laughs> yeah, and getting like working for those upsets. I just made predictions at this over here. <laughs> At this point, I am so fucking behind. I'm going to guess the wrong. Brock Lesnar's definitely winning. Yeah, Brock Lesnar's got to win. Did you know Goldberg is uh, going to win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale? <laughs> <laughs> the non-injured Singh brother's going to win the fucking match with them. I don't know how he got in it. <laughs> Wait, one of them's injured? Yeah, one of I guess that's only why one's been yeah, out. One's been but... injured for like a couple of months. He had like, I think collarbone injury or something i forget yeah they replaced him with rusev tonight which is how rusev day became rusev mania uh, a couple weeks ago they replaced him with youtube star lily singh which confused me because she still has the last name singh and i'm like how do you she's a distant cousin of ours it's fine <laughs> like all right i guess that's how that's working well, yeah, by the way, uh, uh, well, I feel like I feel like the key to predicting uh, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal is like who can benefit not at all from this? Like who who is like almost at a push right now but can like peter off? Like that's that's the yeah. key because that's been the real story of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. It's like ooh, 
Cesaro, inaugural winner. He's on the upswing now. We, we need him to peter out. Oh, the big show. Yeah, nothing. Baron Corbin. What, no, no, no. no. The best part. Lose the money in the bank briefcase on SmackDown. That's how much we hate him. And then Mojo Rowley hasn't even, literally, I don't think has actually been on T in like six months. Well, my favorite thing about the Big Show one is the fact that there was someone who would have been able to do something with it, which was Mizdow. And they were like, let's break up these two. Oh, okay, awesome. And then one of them wins the Battle Royal and they can kind of lord it over the other one, right? No, no. Big Show gonna fuck them both up. Take them both out of the match. <laughs> All right, I see how that, that's how we're playing it. Oh, speaking well, of battle royals, I'm happy WWE uh, still has morals because they were like, oh, wait, Moolah did all that? Let's just call it the women's battle royal then. But we'll leave, but we'll hey, leave, do you we'll know why? Moolah on the statue, though. Dude. They just put, you mean, what, you mean, you mean? They put the, a yellow fucking post-it note over her face. It's um, fine. The, uh... Oh, fuck. Yeah, it was Snickers that did it. Like, a lot of people started contacting <laughs> Snickers. Like, the fucking sponsor of WrestleMania. And then Snickers was like, yo, dog, what the fuck? Snickers called up Vince himself and was like, uh, Vince, this is Vince. Charles F. Snickers, the owner of the Snickers company. And it appears as though you've named this battle royal... After a horrific woman who abused children and sexually assaulted people. Is that Mr. correct? Kennedy McMahon, it seems that you, sir, are hungry right now. <laughs> and you are not yourself when you're hungry. Grab a Snickers and let's talk about this horrible, horrible woman. <laughs> Let us discuss it. No, no, no. Moolah, you're not you when you're hungry. Have a Snickers and get the fuck out of this battle royal. That, that would be very hard to do, Scotty. Moolah is no longer with us, if you don't know that. <laughs> Moolah's grave is covered in Snickers! <laughs> it's just a sea of Snickers all covering her grave. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I didn't know it was Snickers. Holy shit. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Uh. Also... I learned something today. You guys know how we've basically been befuddled for the past seven or so months as to why the fuck the New Day have pancakes? Yeah. Finally! <laughs> Xavier did an interview because apparently... I don't remember all the details because I never do, but apparently someone was like... It, it was an old racist thing to say black people liked pancakes or something like that. And so Xavier had to come out and be like, you guys really think we're racial? Have you seen us? We're the opposite of a stereotype. You cannot define us. And, it, and so then he had to explain why the pancakes happened. He's like, we were in a lumberjack match. And we were like, what do lumberjacks eat? Pancakes. So we came out with pancakes. People thought it was funny. And we kept doing it. I remember that. That was yeah. That was the first time they did it. Like, yeah, like if they're being. And like, I'm just yeah, like, one of you plays the trombone. That's clearly racist. Yeah, you're exactly. one step. You're one step away from just doing the shuck and jive. That's yeah, yeah. I do Wait, love that. You're that's wearing ba blue. <laughs> Basically, New Day's entire character at this point is they did something once. The crowd thought it was funny, and they're like. We're gonna keep like we're just gonna drive that into the ground. We're gonna keep doing that forever. What do you, what do you... Well, until they find something new, they always seem to find something are you guys, fucking are you guys new. Excited for for this WrestleMania when they dress up as probably like Final Fantasy characters. I don't. What what, what can they do this year, Scotty? What do you what do you, where are you thinking that that should be a prediction? That should be that should be another prediction for okay. the WrestleMania. What did the New Day come out as? I well, hold would on. Love if Xavier Woods. Came out at WrestleMania with the fucking Buster Sword. What are you talking about? Yes. That was last well, year. no, no, no. They did Final, yeah, they Fantasy, Final Fantasy last year. Last year. Last year was Final Fantasy 15. I don't remember that. So year before that was Dragon Ball Z because they all came and then out. The year as before Saiyan. that was just normal New Day because that was before they got over. 
yeah, yeah, that was yeah. back when they were still heels, right? Okay, who has like really extravagant, I bet over they come the out top as JoJo characters? That's what I was gonna say. I was like, could they do like that. JoJo or My Hero Academia or mm-hmm. some shit like that? Because I or think if they wanted to do like a video game thing. That would be fine. Like they could come out as um, like some Street Fighter characters. Kenny, Kenny, listen. I don't know how they pull Kenny it Omega off, but will sue. It goes for libel if he comes out as a Street Fighter character. <laughs> he literally will. Be even better. Um, no, no, no. I've got it. Match. They come out. And they are all in, like, these short tan jackets. Who are they facing? It's them versus Usos versus Bludgeon Brothers, isn't it? Or has that been announced? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They come out in their little jackets with harnesses on. Giant heads appear from above the Coliseum. And they all look like Titans. They come out as Attack on Titan characters. (laughs) Vince uh, Vince is like, look, you guys can do your little cosplay shit, but I'm not hooking up giant balloons of your opponent's faces. Now you want to do that? You want you want to do the zip tie things though? We can do that. <laughs> they zip tie around everywhere. Whoop whoop. You mean zip line? I'm pretty sure you yeah, can't dude, there's zip like... tie anywhere. You know what the fuck I'm talking about, boy. No, I like zip tie. <laughs> zip. I said there's Hold a on, giant I've gotta, zip I've gotta tie. Make, gotta make sure I've got good cable management. <laughs> zip. Oh, I mean, fuck. I feel like this wouldn't be them, but I was gonna say possibly like the Avengers, that's but I think much. that's nah. too much. They're, I'm pretty like, sure they're coming out as JoJo too, characters, too like. I think that's the best one. And Biggie's their stand. Biggie's behind them. Actually, that is another question: is is do we guess which two members of the New Day are going to compete in that match? Um. See, here's Mm. the thing: I like having X at ringside, but I feel like they're having X wrestle more now. they've, They've 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 changed it up. I think they realized that they've had him on the sidelines too much. Well, he was injured for a long time, and that was why. And then they realized he had the trombone that he could just keep out at ringside. And so that was good. That. And then they had him win a match just so people were like, oh, shit, he actually can defend the titles. And then it's all just kind of been up in the air since then. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say... By the way, Chad Gable it. is winning the uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I'm down with that. Um... That's a good. That's a good choice. I, you gotta wait till we draw our names, though. I was. I was gonna say, Biggie has a pancake launcher that he launches them into the crowd, and they're all dressed like Ninja Turtles. So it's like the little pizza box pizza launcher they used to have, except. But I don't know how the logistics yeah. of shooting. You just want that to happen because of the movie you pitched last time on BS, don't you? Well, a yes, but B, <laughs> yes. No, more because I'm going to be in the crowd and I hope that they have a powerful enough launcher to send it up into how far the fuck Listen, I'm you, be. you you got tickets two weeks out. You're going to be up in the nosebleeds. No <laughs> pancake is hitting you, sir. No pancake is hitting you, sir, is actually the I name mean, of my autobiography. That if, if they had a launcher powerful enough to shoot a pancake out to you, mm-hmm. it could decapitate somebody in the front row. It's kind of like throwing a penny off the Empire State Building. Throw a pancake off the Empire State Building and watch as it kills someone below. Oh, Mm -hmm. man. But you know what we never kill? The transitions (laughs) into talking about merch.aloadofpurebs.com. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Merch.aloadofpurebs.com is the website where you can go to get your official Fight Boys merch. That's right, we got shirts letting you know that you... Fuck you, Dylan, I'm seeing you now, you piece of shit. (laughs) And of course, we have shirts over there for the JWF. We got shirts for Blake Tanner. Shirts for Scotty Moore. For this fucking cuck over here, the Dylan. Shirts for all your favorite super shirts, shirts. Shirts if you want to say that you are a fight boy or a fight girl. For life! Even Canada Charlie. 
<laughs> all all nice. available. I want one now that. Just... And the lumberjack. Don't forget the lumberjack. You made a shirt for him for some goddamn. Reason. Oh no no! Wrestle Palooza has three shirts coming out. So make sure Dylan's getting a new one. Blake's getting a new one. And then I don't know why, but the Rat Sentient are getting a shirt. Because they need some love you know somewhere. exactly why. It's because you've had, like, a weird hard on no, for them since the beginning. It's literally just the fucking Ascension's weird, like, sh- triangle shirt, except I flipped the triangle upside down and made it look like a rat face. That's it. It's the worst shirt on our website. And the only way to get it is going over to merch.loadedpurebs.com, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Now it's time to tweet at Mr. Sexy Chucky T. And, guys, I, uh... I've now gone extremely meta in my Chuck Taylor, um, my Chuck Taylor mind games. In that, uh, have you gone? Listen, first off, first off, we have to console him for losing the title to Keith Lee. Oh, that's right, he did. Damn it. Okay. Uh, By the way, fun fact: uh, based on reports from the show, at one point he had Keith Lee in a headlock, had a microphone, and was berating the crowd for booing him because Keith Lee was going to NXT in like two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn it. He was like, like there's a picture of him on, on Keith Lee. Oh, I've seen it. It's my favorite. Holding the microphone up. Um, yeah, you can check. If you go to his Twitter, he has a picture of it because it was like at, at Stokely Hathaway. I need you to, I need you to put this on an album cover. (laughs) Okay. So no, what I've done is for those of you who don't know my exploits outside of the BS Network podcast, I'm also an author, and in the third Quizlecourt book that I am currently writing, I have written in a skeezy club owner who owns like this giant casino, and his name Chuck and Taylor. his name is Chucky e. T. It is Ch- <laughs> it's Ch- I, I, hold on. Let me see if I remember the exact name. The, I think the name of his place is Sexy Chucky T's Chocolate Factory and Sex Shop. Nah, nah, it should have been it. Sh- it should have been the Kentucky Gentleman's Club. <laughs> the Kentucky Gentleman's Club is good as well. Okay, so hey, you know you have to send him the book now. You have to find out what his PO box is. Send him the book for yeah. free with it, like bookmarked to the page. Where his name is mentioned. Hey, at Sexy Chucky T, I wrote you into my latest book, dot, 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 follow? (laughs) Is that enough for a follow? Hashtag. Oh, no. Is that enough for a follow? Also, sorry you lost to Keith Lee in that match. Hashtag Dustwatch 2018. Hashtag, um, book's not out yet. Sorry. Mm. Do we need to add anything else? Um. Oh, uh, congratulations on, uh, on, uh, being on the New Japan show in Long Beach. Oh yeah, you was. Also, congrats on being on that Japan show on Long Beach. All right, uh, and for some reason, my, tw- yeah, my- yeah. he had, he actually had a really like like a really good weekend from that standpoint. Yeah, but he did t- he did tweet at Trent. He was like, a lot of people thought I looked angry. I'm just really tired. I haven't been home in forever. I miss you. Oh. <laughs> I love you. Uh, yeah, well, because like like think about it, because he was on that uh, New Japan Cup tour for like however many weeks, then. He probably didn't even get to. He, he maybe was home, like back in Philly for like three days. Mm-hmm. Then he had to fly out to the West Coast for like, like a whole weekend, and he's probably just now getting back, yeah. like yesterday, because he had to do the PWG show, get the shit kicked out of him by Keith Lee. Yep. And then two days later, get the shit kicked out of him by the Killer Elite Squad. <laughs> Okay. By the well, way, but I would I do I do want to say that for next year's um like World uh World Tag League, if the best friends don't come back, I totally need Yano Toru and Chucky e. T to be one of the teams <laughs> and they just they win solely by like bullshittery. Like that's it. It's just nothing but low blows and awful waffles as far <laughs> as the eye can see. Nice. Yeah. Also, can I just say Flip Gordon is slowly becoming my favorite person of all fucking time. Aspe- he puts his milk in his cereal first, 
He can go to hell. <laughs> he can go fuck himself. No, I just love... He can go fuck himself. They yeah, were, he can. They... Flip Gordon can go... Fu- I, I'll, on the record, Flip Gordon can go fuck himself. No, they were talking to him. He probably can with his with his backflip bullshit. I'm sure he can like get it wrapped around <laughs> somehow. But no, they were talking to him about... Um, they were talking to him about the fact that he's like a flat earther. And they were just like, come on. You're not... Basically, it's the same question you ask everybody who's a flat earther, which is, you're not really, right? Like, it's all a joke. And he has the best, which was, well, if you're asking... And then he gave, like, his real name. If you're asking that guy, the sensible human being who serves our nation, no, the Earth is clearly round. However, if you're asking Flip Gordon, the man who sells a t-shirt with me standing on top of a flat Earth, uh, yes, I'm a flat Earther because it sells fucking t-shirts. And I was like, yes, yes, Flip Gordon, you are a beautiful good man. That's a good answer. I, I, I'm glad that, that Flip Gordon is uh, taking the young bugs. Young Buck's approach to life, which is meme as hard as you can, and then meme some more. <laughs> Just <laughs> meme it up. Oh, that's nice. Oh, man. Have you, Dylan, I, I know I sent it to Blake, but I don't know if I've sent it to you yet. Have you seen the video of John Cena on the orange carpet at fucking the Kids' Choice Awards? <laughs> because, no, oh, I have not oh, seen the video so of John Cena. Good. I, I good. try to avoid video of John Cena due to the PTSD flashbacks it gives me to uh, watching John Cena ruin wrestling for five years. Um, is autistic an inappropriate term for it, Blake? Because that's how he's acting. Uh, I mean, without seeing it, yes, that is an inappropriate <laughs> term. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a hard, <laughs> that's going to be a hard sell, but... <laughs> It's just so it's good your because Alabama like is showing. What's the new what's the new interviewer's name? Like the new girl they they got recently? Oh fuck if I know. Yeah. Well basically she was on the orange carpet and she was like interviewing everybody and she's like, "Ah, oh, John Cena, the host of the kids. Let's go see John." And she walks over to John Cena and a grown-ass man, Ninja Turtle onesie, with a Leonardo mask on. And he's just like, hello there, I'm, I, I am John Cena. I am dressed up as Leonardo, the leader of the Turtles, because he's the biggest and the strongest. I really respect him as a person. Also, I enjoyed what's eating Gilbert Grape. And I don't know if he just didn't know the difference between Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo da Vinci, and Leonardo of the Ninja Turtles, but he kept talking about all of their accolades as if they were all accomplished by the same turtle. <laughs> I think Actually, that was the point. No, no, no. I know. That's Actually, the joke. No, that I'm having like, to explain like a master the... stroke. <laughs> <laughs> that's a master stroke right there. That is yeah. like, how can I get all of those at once? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just sitting there a, like, how... That is that, that actually that pushes him slightly above the rock for me yeah. in terms of just like interviews because like the rock isn't even that creative. Yeah. I just the rock does the same like motivational stuff at interviews. Yeah. Um It's like it's like reading one of muscles? his Instagram I didn't posts. Have these muscles, but I have these muscles now. You can have muscles too and wealth and success and bitches. You and like muscles. <laughs> So I just went to our Twitter notifications, and I don't know if I pressed something wrong at some point, but all of our notifications are Chuck Taylor tweets. And so we don't have, like, this person tweeted about this today, and it got a lot of likes. It's nothing but Dustin tweets. To be fair, I mean, it's not like anybody follows us. We have 20 whole followers, and that makes it even fucking funnier when we have 21, and one of them is infamous professional wrestler Chuck Taylor. People... Like I said, when you when you go to the Supercut of Honor, you go and you if you can record Chuck Taylor telling us to fuck off. <laughs> that is that is when our, my watch will that's when our watch will have ended. This you know, is sexy like Chucky e. T. It's, it's like it's it's like Game of Thrones when you're on the walls like well now my watch yep. is ended. I that's just... <laughs> that's when we'll finally be released from this mortal coil of doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> podcast ends when Chuck and Taylor say, the podcast ends on it's a, that should be the last tweet you sent at Chuck Taylor. Hey, listen, uh, now you've told us to fuck off. We don't have a reason to do the podcast anymore. Uh, it's been great. It's been great talking to you, tweeting you these last 
this last year. Uh, once you know we're still big fans, but uh, goodbye. What? And then you just like tweet him a picture of uh, you just we we tweet him a picture of all of us with guns in our mouths, and then we just <laughs> leave that out there. Then one week later, a surprisingly similar podcast called Punch Guys appears and starts tweeting Trent Beretta relentlessly. Yes. We need to do that. We need to just constantly relabel this show. (laughs) The whole show changes every single week. No, no, no. It changes every year after we get told to fuck off by the wrestler we're tweeting at. (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. We go to Fight Boys to Punch Guys to, uh, we need something, uh... Kick uh, Dudes. Uh, kick dudes kick to uh, scuffle lads. Scuffle lads. <laughs> scuffle lads. Like scuffle that. lads is when we try to get uh, is when we try to get Marty Skrull, Thank or you. Junior, or Jimmy Havoc to tweet at us. The thing is, I'm pretty sure Jimmy Havoc would tweet at us and follow us just for the aud- audacious shit we do. Yeah, he's like, I'm down with it. I'm down with it. You guys seem weird as hell. <laughs> what I love is the fact that. Like, they only tweeted The Rock on their show, like, five times. Like, probably ten times, and they finally got a reply. We tweet Chuck every week, and he refuses to give us the time of... They got Dwayne Johnson, star of this summer's Rampage and Skyscraper, to fucking respond. And we can't get Chuck. To be fair, that took them two years. Yeah, but it it wasn't as... Oh, well, then then again, it, they recorded them all in the same night, which meant that The Rock got, like, seven tweets in one night from three random dudes. Oh. With a bunch of really weird pictures on them. Yeah. So, that's gonna be, that's gotta be, like, our last resort as we're closing in on the two-year mark of Fight Boys. We all get together and just, just shirtless tweet at Chuck Taylor. Pop our tops and tweet yeah. the dust. Oh, man. Uh, did you see El Generico's apparently not dead? Yeah, I thought for a long time, oh. yeah, El Generico came back to life, guys. And all he said was, hello, amigos. <laughs> not hola, hello. Good to know that. Yeah, well, no, no, no. no. He, ran it, he ran it through EG Web Translate. That way the tweet came out correct. Of course. Well, my, my favorite thing is... It's not a difficult thing to translate into Spanish, so I love the concept that Sammy Zayn typed in Hola Amigos into Google Translate only to copy and paste the Hello Friends into a new tweet. What are you talking uh, about? I know Sammy it... Zayn and, and El Generico are two completely different people. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. Yep. El Generico trained Sammy Zayn. That's why they're very similar in build and stature. Yeah. But otherwise, mm-hmm. you're right. So, so wait, have, am I the only one who's actually like read or seen anything about Strong Style Evolved? Because Dylan, you said you haven't even watched it yet. I mean, I know the spoil. I know what happens. It's just I haven't had a chance to watch the whole show mainly because I'm trying yeah. to like keep as few spoilers for the main event as possible. Oh, so do you not know the end of the main event, or has that been spoiled yet? No, that got spoiled because I watched Being the Elite yesterday. Oh yeah, fair point. I just don't. I don't know how they're gonna pull off because it looks like they're trying to break up the Bucks. No, no, no. Other which, way, mm. other way around. Because the Bucks, the Bucks are aren't doing it. But that's how they're going to. That's what the final straw. I'm pretty sure at the show you're going to watch is where, uh, like, like I don't know who's gonna win the match. I honestly don't. But afterwards, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the Bucks side with the Bucks and Marty side with Kenny, and then. Yeah. Cody takes over the actual Bullet Club, so it'll actually be the Elite, and then Cody gets to keep the American Nightmare, like, Bullet Club gimmick. And then that's Mm. how that split goes. I just love the idea of Matt and Nick super kicking each other. Like, in this (laughs) dramatic, like, that, from, like, the first Pokemon movie where the two Pikachus are slapping each other in the face. It's Matt and Nick facing off, and it's like, they're kind of just the same, but alright. Just, yeah, they're just super kicking each other over and over. That one Pikachu has a little bit of a worse back than the other one, but otherwise... He's been selling that so well for like three months now. It's impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the point where well, I, mean, I actually am starting to wonder if he has a back injury. Like, come on, if Nick, please okay. pull, th- or Matt, pull, pull through, buddy. No, See, fun, fun here's fact, the, 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 the two of them actually did have like a, uh, a match against each other. You, like, I forget... 
like five years ago, six years ago. Oh yeah. At a it was before no at WXW for the sixteen carat tournament that they have. Yeah. It was before they were like super over crazy bucks. They were just baby bucks at the time. No, but they were still like really well known on the indie scene. Like like the crowd there was just like yeah, young bucks. But that was back whenever yeah, yeah. Uh, that was back whenever Matt would do the wheelbarrow uh, like face buster where he would like. Similar to how uh, Ray Mysterio would set up his like bulldog, where he would just like go and then, like the guy would. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Except he would do that, and, and then it would be a flip through, and then the guy would face buster. I'm sad they don't do That's that. That's pretty anymore. dope. I know why they don't, because it's, it's a surefire way to mess it up one time and then like fuck up your neck. But it was such a cool move. Yeah. Man, I don't know. Like my thing with like Cody taking over Bullet Club is like, I don't know if it's because. Tomatonga once put a picture of me on his Instagram, but I really want Tama to become like new Bullet Club leader. The only problem is I see it going super downhill for Bullet Club after that. I mean, yeah, the BCOGs. Yep. It'll kind of be yeah, like, like how uh, Great Bash Heel is, where it's like, oh yeah, that's a faction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's kind mm-hmm. of something that they've been like, like, like you know, telegraphing they've for been... a year at this point. Yeah. yeah, they've been heading that way for a while. Where they're just and like he's... the elite is what is selling merch, and I feel like a pro wrestling, or, uh, like pro wrestling tees and New Japan are like you're right, they are what's selling merch. Let's just yeah. do this. Where they're like, well, we can keep the Ring of Honor guy over it. The thing is that nobody left it like out of the OGs for Bullet Club is a strong enough wrestler to like be high enough in the card to represent Bullet Club. Well, hold on, I would have said the same thing about Kenny. A couple years ago. No, no, no. It Kenny's Kenny's matches with uh, Kushida, like, and everybody. At least the match against uh, Mascara Dorado, wherever he started doing fucking Laparka shit in the middle of it. Like that's how yeah. you knew that guy was a main eventer because he made that th- that he made that shit look like actually serious. Where he just in the middle yeah. of it, he did the Laparka dance. He was like, "That's lucha." <laughs> like. <laughs> Like that's how you that's how you're like, okay, that guy that guy's gonna be a star one day. That's fine. And it's like over the top fucking video game, like bad guy yeah. promos. Like you you knew he was he was gonna make it. There's nobody right now like and he was a, a decent wrestler. There's nobody who's a good enough wrestler at the moment to make it work. I don't I'm I'm I just I really like Tama. And I know I'm biased as all fuck about Tama, but like I think Tama could possibly take over. It's just a matter of giving him that opportunity to move forward and actually get something. Yeah. <laughs> Blake's like, just over here working on my D&D campaign. Yeah, Tama Tama Tonga's pretty Tama, good. Tama's good. Let you me actually what? name Bullet the... Club. You know how good Tama Tonga is? I'm about to name this orc that they're about to battle Tama Tonga. <laughs> the Tongan orcs. The t- now I know my name is Tama of the Tonga Orcs. No, I know this is a halfling and not an orc, but he's an honorary war orc. His name is Chase, and we love him very much. Oh, um, oh man! And you know who else I love very much, guys? There it is. <laughs> Blake, Blake's just quiet. There it fucking is. We love our patrons over at patreon.com slash fightboys. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Patreon.com slash fightboys is the website where... <laughs> it's the website where you can go support these fightboys right here. And of course, we got perks for you all relating to the JWF. We can bring you into the JWF for just a dollar. We'll job you out in a couple of minutes, but we'll still bring you in. Fuck it. But if you want more than that, if you want storyline after storyline like Scott Moore has had, like Guy Fieri has had, like all the greats have, then $5 over at patreon.com slash fightboys. But if you want to, to kill Blake Tanner, if you Wait, want, what? if you want, what? what? If you want to powerbomb Blake through a flaming fucking table and rip the belt from his waist, not even the championship belt, just as a normal belt and beat him with it, $30 no, at patreon.com slash fightboys, and you'll have that opportunity, ladies and gentlemen. We don't know how, we don't know when, but we will make you a champion if you donate $30 over at patreon.com slash fightboys. I can't wait for our first, like, this huge fucking, like, masochist, no, sadist, who just, wait, which is which? Which one likes hurting people? Sadist. 
That's a sadist. Sadist. A masochist hurts themselves or likes being hurt. Okay. Well, our first sadist who is like donates thirty dollars and is like, "All right, I donated thirty dollars. Where's he at? Bring him to me." And we're like, "Whoa, whoa, that was a goof. We met in a video game." I don't care. Get, give me the boy. No, please. You're gonna have to make me fight a patron. <laughs> yes, Blake. And I'll fucking do it. And you know what? They're gonna die. They're gonna lose. Blake will bring guns to this wrestle and that's, fight. And that's when I learned. I won't. I don't even Blake need them. <laughs> it's like a. It's like that random episode of TNA where Bully Ray brought a knife into a wrestling fight, but didn't use it as a normal as a weapon. He was like, "I'm just gonna slice some shit up. I hope you guys don't mind." Like, okay, Bully. But guys, uh, it's now time. It's time to move on to everybody's favorite. Oh, wait, hey, what? What? Oh, okay, so Dylan's gonna abandon us now, ladies and So, Dylan, before you leave, I guess you learned that fucking Blake will. will fight you a will. patron? I almost want to give somebody the money to donate now, just so that, like, it's like, it's like shock, shock bomb fights in Archer. Just have to... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, that's a goodbye to the Dylan and a hello to everybody's favorite Birmingham, Alabama-based professional wrestling organization, the JWF. So let's turn it on over to Captain Tibbs and Silver Spoon. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Birmingham, Alabama's premier professional wrestling organization, the JWF. I'm your host, Silver Spoon. Joined, as always, by the ladies' man himself. I mean, I thought you were dead, Tibbs. You even canceled the show last week. My face, my body may be broken, but the spirit of Tibbs is one with the sea. (laughs) That's right, Tibbs. I mean, it's absolutely amazing to hear you back. You look well. You look fit. I mean, how was it? Hospital. Oh, I didn't go to the hospital. Oh, just kind of clenched yourselves in the waters of the sea. Oh, yeah, I took a road trip, dipped in the ocean, got to sip some mimosas with Momoa. It was all good. All right, well, Tibbs, I mean, you're back. Do you have anything to say to the crowd, to the JWF universe? Oh, yeah, I got some notes. Hold on. I'm going to go out to the ring. Well, let's hear what Tibbs has to say. Yes, yes, that's right, motherfuckers. Tibbs is back, and he's better than ever. Let me tell you, I appreciated everything you did to me. You sent me flowers to my P.O. box, get well soon cards right to my door, and home alone strippergrams. I enjoyed each and every one of them. Each of them was a reminder to old Tibbs to get off of my broken, broken, broken spine that was utterly shattered and get back to work. That's why I'm coming back. Tibbs is a new man. I have been bathed in the waters of the ocean in its healing, in the healing embrace of Our Lady the Sea from whence we all came and whence we shall all return. And with that, I have changes for the JWF. Firstly, it's come to my attention that certain people don't feel like they're getting enough opportunities around here and Tibbs has heard, Tibbs has heard everything you're talking about. Opportunities you like for the JWF title. Well, I've decided that I'm going to announce the creation of a brand new tap captain's title. That's right, a title for Tibbs. Well, not for Tibbs. I'm going to give it to one of you that proves himself. But it's going to be the captain's title. It's wonderful. Got a great design for you. I'm going to show it off. It's a special thing. That's only going to be allowed of the for the best of the best to fight for. But not the best of the best that's the world champion. That's a different best of the best. It, you know, it'll, it'll be fine. We'll figure it out. There's not going to be any backstage politics with this. We're not going to have any weight limit. No heavyweights. No super lightweights. No junior cruiser weights. Whatever. It's just going to be for pure wrestling skill. And the first ever captain's champion will be crowned at Wrestlepalooza in the first ever eight-man battle royal match. That's right. Also the smallest battle royal match I think I've ever announced. But that's why it's special. Now this match is going to 
feature some of the best of the best and some of the not best because it's going to feature Canada Charlie, Johnny Bananas, and Scott Moore. He's pretty good. Oh, and the best of the best, the Lumberjack. It's going to have Spider Lockhart, some of your old favorites. That guy with the hammer. It's going to have Joey freaking pajamas. You're going to love it. And it's also going to feature the debut of former JW JXT champion, the voodoo man from the bayou. It's Mojo Gruff. Oh my god, ladies and gentlemen, Mojo Gruff, <laughs> a former JXT champion. Absolutely. Wait, did he say a guy with a hammer? A ham? Some sort of hammer man? What the, who the hell is a hammer man? Oh, but man? by the, the way, that's not the only announcement I have to make tonight. I'm also here to say something to a man who I'll bet is waiting to hear his name called for the captain's title match. And that's that's my good buddy, the Dylan. You see, Dylan, you probably wanted to hear your name called out for this opportunity for this new prestigious title at Wrestlepalooza. And I'm sure it's going to tear you up inside to hear it. You're probably cursing me as a bad general manager. Bad owner of the company. Everything you've been saying for the last few months. And you're right. I may have been all those things. But that's why we're going to turn it around at Wrestlepalooza. Because I'm going to be taking a temporary leave of absence as GM of this company. Well deserved and well needed. I'll be stepping down for one night only. And that one night... Is so I can face you, Dylan, in a nautical rules match at Wrestlepalooza. That's right. No rules, just right. Oh wait, I can't use that when I scratch that. It, it will figure out a good. I'll figure out a good catchphrase later. But you know, in that match, I'm gonna make you regret everything you've ever done to me, everything you've said at the end of the night. And Dylan, you may not like me. But at Wrestlepalooza, you will learn to respect me. Oh my god, Tibbs! Uh, I, I mean, do you think you're prepared for something like that? I mean, we've, yep. we've seen how dominant the Dylan can be in matches like this. I mean, do you really think you can handle this? You see, Sills, Tibbs a few weeks ago wouldn't be able to, but the new Tibbs, the Tibbs who has been bathed in the waters of life, Look what I can do. I'm going to flip the table over right now. Tibbs, no, no, wait, no, no. Okay. Table flip. Well, Tibbs, I mean, yeah, you've got the strength, you got the power, but, I mean, the Dylan, we've seen him. He's a seasoned competitor. You don't think there could be some ring rust or anything. I mean. No, I'll be fine. And not only that, uh, just go, did you say a, ha a ma hammer man? Man with a ham? What? Yeah, you know, the hammer man. D there... Is there someone here called the Hammer Man? T I don't... Do... Sills, do you not know the Hammer Man? T I don't really... I'm not sure who the Hammer Man... I'm a little scared. Gee, so, see, Sills, you got... You're not keeping up with current events. <laughs> okay, well... He was featured so prominently on last week's episode. All right, well, the Hammer Man is here. Apparently, he's going to be fighting for the ch captain's championship. <laughs> And speaking of champs, Tibbs, I want to talk about another pair of champs, and that is our JWF Tag Team Champions, Brunch Boy, Baron Corbin, and Guy Fieri. They are known as the Brunch Boys. And Tibbs, let me tell you something. These boys have been on an adventure these past couple of months. I mean, they've had to face each other. They faced each other at the last expiration date pay-per-view. We've seen Baron Corbin stalked by The Undertaker in recent weeks, which may explain his absence from certain other television programs. Sorry to Mr. Cena. But of course, Sorry, last Felix. Week, of course, last week we saw... Uh, Brunch Boy Baron get attacked by The Undertaker once again. That led to the Rat Sension earning themselves a match at Wrestlepalooza against the JWF champions themselves, the Brunch Boys. But of course, the real story of that match is the man who healed your body, Momoa Curry, coming back to take on The Undertaker. I mean, Tibbs, that was absolutely surprising. What'd you think? I, th <laughs> I think it was a well-called-for move. Two of the best of the best of the creepy and the scary and the supernatural and the ethereal. Finally meeting one-on-one, mano-a-mano. -mano. That's right, Tibbs, but of course, 
before we can talk about that, we need to talk about the Rat Cinch, and we need to talk about the Brunch Boys. And I think the rat, I think they've actually had a little bit of an altercation backstage earlier tonight. Let's have a listen. Hey, yo, Victor. V- Victor, I was thinking about something earlier, man. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about our match at Wrestlepalooza and how yeah. Brunch Boy Baron. You know, I was thinking about it, and Brunch Boy Baron ain't gonna have no Momoa Curry to come out and save him. He ain't gonna have the God of the JWF to save him. No, no, no. He's gonna have to deal with the Rat Boy himself and Victor one. On one. I thought about how that night the brunch boy is finally gonna have to man up. And you know what I thought about the most? You know what I thought about more than anything? You know the thought that kept running through my head? It's the thought about how we are gonna become the next JWF Tag Team Champions. You think that's funny? Oh, wait, Baron, I'm sorry, I didn't see you there, man, I didn't, no, 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 I, I know you, I know you saw me, I know you saw a guy, I know you, you're trying to taunt me, you're trying to scare me, but let me remind you of something, Connor, you know, Momoa, he wouldn't have had to come out last week if the dead man, the Undertaker, if he hadn't come out first, and just like Momoa ain't gonna be there at Wrestlepalooza, the Undertaker Ain't either. We're going into that match even. Two versus two. But with all this talk about who's going to be there and who isn't, you know, I think I want to invite a few more guests to that party. Eh, yeah, what? Yeah, what are you talking about? Lumberjack match or something? Gonna bring out a little waiter to wait on you outside and give us mimosas when we win? What are you talking about, Baron? Oh, no, no, no. We aren't talking about people, boys. Our guests are a little more deadly than that. Our guests are tables that we're gonna send you crashing through. Our guests are chairs that we're going to smash across your backs. And our guests are ladders that we're going to use to climb up to retrieve our JWF Tag Team titles. Believe us, we don't need Momoa Curry at Wrestlepalooza. We'll have everything we need waiting at ringside. Because at Wrestlepalooza, it's going to be the Brunch Boys versus the Rat Cinchin in a TLC match. Yeah. So why don't you go tell The Undertaker about that? Oh my god, Tibbs! I mean, I assume you approved that, right? They can't just say... They can't just say they have a TLC match, right? Uh... Uh... Oh. Well... well <laughs> might have been on the Vicodin on that one. Well, Tibbs, I mean, it might have been a good loopy decision you made because now we have a TLC match waiting on us at Wrestlepalooza ladies and gentlemen as two of the most dominant tag teams in JWF history the Brunch Boys take on the Rat Sension in what is absolutely going to be a devastating match I mean that sets up three championship matches we got already for Wrestlepalooza Tibbs we got Blake Tanner versus Scotty Moore in what's going to be an absolutely amazing match we've got the Rat Sension versus the Brunch Boys in a TLC match and then of course as you announced earlier, that eight-man match to determine the new JWF Captain's Champion. I mean, this is going to be a stacked card, Tibbs. Are you excited? Very. That's right, but of course, I know one man who's more excited than anything is Momoa Curry. The man who came out last week and stood toe-to-toe with The Undertaker, and I mean, they like to say The Undertaker is an unshakable man that he don't look scared, but when Momoa Curry come out, I mean, Tibbs, you got to admit that he looked scared. I mean, I know you saw the playback. I looked very terrified. It was almost the same terror that I feel in my heart. That's right, Tibbs, and Momoa Curry is in our ring right now, and I think he's got a message for The Undertaker. Never doubt the power of the God of the JWF. Never doubt my abilities. 
because last week the alleged most dangerous man in the entire wrestling industry, The Undertaker, stood in this ring and was about to attack our beloved brunch boy Baron, and yet when he heard my music, he froze. He froze because he knows that I am the god of the JWF, and he, he's just a dead man. No matter what he calls himself, Lord of Darkness, American Badass, he knows he can't step to me. And so he froze. But Momoa Curry, I never freeze. And last week... The Undertaker knew he made a mistake when he stepped into my company, stepped into my yard, and stepped against a man who never freezes. And he tried to attack my people. And I know it was probably because he was afraid to go back to his own company because some jacked-up Matt Damon-looking motherfucker keeps calling him out, and he knows he's gonna lose to him, too! Well, unfortunately for you, dead man, you're now in a no-win situation. You can run away, go back to your little WWE and face John Boy and lose. Or you can stay here and get your ass kicked by the god of the sea, the god of law, and the god of the JWF, Momoa Curry. Because I am a god. And you? You're just Kid Rock's bitch. See you at Wrestlepalooza, American badass. Oh my god, Tibbs! Strong. I don't think I've ever heard anybody talk to The Undertaker that way. I mean, that was some absolutely phenomenal work from Momoa Curry right there. He is definitely not afraid. What do you think? I know, Sills, it's, it's almost like I went to him on hands and knees begging, begging for him to come here and save me from The Undertaker. Well, Tibbs, I think you may have found your salvation in the form of Momoa Curry, and it looks like it looks like we got our full card for Wrestlepalooza set. We got the three championship matches from earlier. We've got Momoa Curry taking on The Undertaker. And then, Tibbs, of course, that nautical rules match we discussed earlier as you take on the Dylan. And what's going to be an absolutely amazing match? I mean, it's been years since we've seen you in the ring in a one-on-one -on -one match. I mean, Tibbs, are you prepared? Oh, yeah. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, we are only two weeks away from Wrestlepalooza, which means we still got one week of JWF Monday Night War left. So I guess if you guys want to see what happens next, you're going to have to tune in next time to JWF Monday Night War. Oh, my God, so Blake Tanner, it's been a hell of a week, buddy. What did you learn? Um, I learned that you can... Uh, attribute some of the greatest movie performances of the last 20-something years, uh, some of the greatest inventions ever conceived by all of mankind to a turtle with a blue bandana. Yeah! <laughs> it was all... And I learned that Momoa Curry never freeze. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, dude. That was not in the script. I was just like... I think Momoa Curry is gonna quote Black Panther a little bit here. Oh, I always man. wanted to come in and it's like, yeah, Momoa and I went to see Black Panther a couple weeks ago. He, he, really, been really, he was into really into it. Oh, man. So, Blake Tanner, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Blake A. Tanner on Twitter. You can find me at Blake A. Tanner oh, fuck, I don't know anymore. Uh, YouTube, <laughs> Darkroom Vidya. V-I-D-Y-A, it's late. Yeah, it's a little bit late. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Make sure to buy my books on Amazon, like the one that's got Chuck Taylor in it. Although that one's not out. There's Quiesel Corp, Quiesel Corp Risen, BS versus the Gods. If you like me and Blake, 
check out BS vs. the Gods. It's a book starring us. It was definitely not written by us, where we fight Greek gods. It's an absolutely amazing podcast. Mm. It's uh, or podcast. It's an absolutely amazing book where uh, it's kind of like if you took American gods and blended it with whiskey and more whiskey and supernatural and a little bit more whiskey then you get bs versus the gods ladies and gentlemen and of course make sure to check out all the other bs network products online at a load of there's a load of bs the show where me and blake are just assholes for an hour or opposite attractions the show where me and my buddy jim murphy we try to design our own theme park and it doesn't turn out well most of the time but hey it's still a fun ride ladies and gentlemen and of course remember to pick up all of your fight boys merch online at merch dot a load of pure bs dot com and as always ladies and gentlemen you can find us at a load of pure bs dot com step up to the merch table at merch dot a load of pure bs dot com find us on facebook subscribe on youtube follow us on twitter at fight boys show chuck taylor and remember ladies and gentlemen when you're a fight boy you're a fight boy for life